This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorf bringing you another study from God's Word on the old Trailblazer broadcast. We've been here many, many years. We have messages on almost every subject in the Bible. If you write me, I'll send you a list of all of our Trailblazer messages. There are 15-minute messages on CDs. If you like one in particular, write me, and I'll send you a copy of it and a small charge. But uh, we've been here quite a while now, and on this study week and a half, two weeks, on the work of the Holy Spirit or the personality of the Holy Spirit. And now we're looking at Holy Spirit conviction. Folks call me and say, Pastor Pendorus, what do you mean by Holy Spirit conviction? Pastor Pendorus, what do you mean by being awakened to your lost condition? Now, I was in my younger days, just like you are, I had no clue to what that was. But the Lord, by His grace and because of His love for poor old sinners, one day stopped by my heart's door, we used to say. Listening to the Pastor Shelton's ministry back then years ago, enlightening ministry, opening my heart with the truth, my friend. There's so much error in the land today that it's almost... A shame. Well, I guess it is a shame. But this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis. We're located here in Walker, Louisiana, not far from Baton Rouge. And Pastor Pendarvis is born and raised here. My family is still all here. We went to New Orleans for 15 years till Katrina washed us out. But we're back here in Walker. We built a new chapel and new bookstore. And uh, let me mention bookstore. Come on by or call me. I'll send you a catalog catalog of our bookstore we have many of the old old divines preachers all of those things good sound books and bibles and king james bibles and we discount them heavily to our folks and uh if you would do that let's get back in our study as you sit there listening to the message at this time probably trembling under the power of the holy spirit you're saying brother pastor brother pendarvis wait a minute do you know what you're talking about? Yes, my friend, I know what I'm talking about. First, by experience. Then, when the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit brought me to, to the Lord, and second, as I've watched Him bring others to Christ, get this truth, my friend. I hope you're sitting there listening. The Trailblazer comes on at different times on the, on the radio missions radio. Look there at our website, radiomissions.org. You'll be able to find it. But let's get back. As I have watched the Lord bring others to the to Christ, get this truth now. It has been no uh, so long since the average individual has ever witnessed Holy Spirit conviction like it was back there in the early days. My friend, when the, when the settlers come across the ocean to America to settle this country. You know who they were? They called them the Puritans. The Puritans because they preached the truth, the truth, the raw gospel. And that's what we are here. We are Puritans. We are we are old time, what we used to call Baptist church, but we don't worry about that no more. But we are, we are, we are, we are Puritans by nature, fundamentalists by doctrine. Oh, and we're going to give you that list in a day or two of what we most surely believe here. It might help you a little bit. And listen, I know what I'm talking about. Get this truth now. Get this truth. It's been so long since the average individual has ever witnessed Holy Spirit conviction until it has become an ancient mystery. 
And when you see such Holy Spirit conviction as I've been talking about earlier, you are prone to reject it as being something strange and unbiblical. I'll stake my eternal destiny, my friend, my hope of heaven on what I'm practicing and preaching. And listen, that it's true being true. Friend, my friend, listen, would you do that? Escape Holy Spirit conviction and you go into hell without a warning. I would say with your eyes open. I don't know, my friend. I don't even like to talk about it. I have folks call me once in a while. Pastor, don't talk about hell. But my friend, if you're not saved, that's where you're going. That's where you're going. The scripture says that every knee and every tongue shall confess that Christ is Lord. Oh, listen. Then the Holy Spirit <clears throat> has awakened the sinner that he finds of his false hopes. That's when he finds out, when he becomes awakened. His delusive rest, his vain security, and the shadows of happiness, all these things are gone. He feels the anguish of a wounded spirit. Listen, he finds sin let loose upon his soul. And everything is a perfect misery. Perfect misery. He finds himself in an awful state, hopeless, helpless to do one thing about it. According to Romans 5, 9, 5, 6. He feels a sorrow of heart instead of the blessings he once knew. He feels the curse of God is upon him. Galatians 3. He lives in the fear of the wrath of God and comes to realize that he's going to hell and that justly. And that justly, my friend. He realizes and acknowledges that if God permits him to go to hell, he would only receive his dust dues. The only thing God has to do with any sinner for him to go to hell is to leave him alone. If the Holy Spirit is dealing with your heart, my friend, and you wake up one morning after dilly-dallying and running and running off from the truth and running away from the gospel, you wake up one morning and there's no troubling of your heart, no troubling of your soul. The Lord's gone off and left you. All he has to do is leave you alone. Tell the Holy Spirit, leave him alone. Maybe he's joined to his idols. Leave him alone. He's joined to his idols. Oh, may that never happen, my friend. May that never happen to your poor soul. He feels the curse of God is upon him, as we said. He lives in the fear of the wrath of God and comes to realize that he's going to hell. He realizes and acknowledges that if the Lord permits him to go to hell, he would only receive his just dues. The only thing, as I said, that the Lord has to do for any sinner to go to hell is to leave him alone. How many have I seen? How many have I seen over years, over the years, come unto the truth, happy, willingly, anxious seemingly, put up with it for a while, and then they went out. They went out. They used to be here every Sunday, every Wednesday night. They used to talk about wanting to be saved, but no more. No more. He sees now it is through the sheer mercy of God 
that he's kept out of hell. It's hard for him to understand how God could love such a sinner as he is. Oh, my friend, it's hard, very hard for him to understand how God could love such a sinner as he is. Once he sees his wretchedness, his poor, miserable soul, how that he's a sinner by birth, a sinner by choice, oh, waken sinner, you know what I'm talking about? What is he don't understand is how God could love such a sinner and wonder why, why God don't send him on to hell. The convicted sinner in this state of mind and wretchedness of soul, separated from everybody, made to wonder if anyone loves him. They go into bed at night wishing it was day. Goes to get up in the morning wishing it was night. Many times, as they go about their work. Listen now. Many times as they go about their work, they say, what's the use? What's the use? I've been there, my friend. I'd rather be dead, they say. I stayed in that condition for a while, my friend, under Holy Spirit conviction and uh, wondering if the Lord loved me. But never will I, never will I cease to praise the Lord that he come to me. In, in truth and in mercy, into my wretched soul, showed me, dawned upon me, that God loved me, and Christ died for me. Brought that sermon up to my mind. Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. If you've never been lost, or if you never are lost, you'll never be saved. It broke on me, broke on my heart. Oh, listen in utter repentance, falling at the Lord's feet, begging for mercy, after he had shown me mercy even. This convicted sinner that I'm speaking of is so under the curse and guilt and penalty of sin that he's afraid to cross the street. You ever been that way? Big old 18-wheeler might slam you into hell, my friend. I understand what he's saying. I understand how he feels that way. Listen, Sometimes the sinner under Holy Spirit conviction may be so terrified standing in the presence of God under judgment of God that he may border on distraction or sometimes he may approach the very thing of despair. Oh, listen, you may think that the sinner is going to lose his mind. We've had people under uh, ministries like this one that have been committed to an institution because nobody understood them. Nobody understood them. One person I heard of or read of that the doctor come in and simply simply questioned the patient. He said, come on, hon, what's the matter? the lady. Come on, hon, what's the matter? She said, all that matter with me, doctor, is I'm a lost sinner. Oh, I'm a lost sinner. She had to get that off of her chest. They turned her loose, sent her home. Said, ain't nothing we can do for you, my friend. There's nothing we can do for a lost sinner. You go on home, seek the Lord. And that's what she did, I understood. Oh, my friend, I've had the privilege of knowing and speaking to many, many people who come to know the Lord under this ministry of Pastor Shelton's. Because I was just a kid, 20 years old, when I came under this ministry. Didn't know A from B. And uh, the Lord was diligent with me, long-suffering with me. You ever... You ever thank the Lord for his long-suffering sinner? 
What does that mean? That he never give up on you. The Lord never give up on me. No, sir. And I began to mingle with those saints of God and hear them talk about how the Lord brought them down to see themselves as a poor old sinner. And I said, well, you know what? They just like I am. Lost sinner. No, they've been saved, they said. Oh, and they tell me how they come to know the Lord in the forgiveness of sin. And uh, it was a pleasure. Don't you like to that? When you go to church this Sunday, someone comes in, sits by, ask them, turn them, say, have you ever been saved? Are you a lost sinner? And then better than that, when you go out the back door and the preacher's kissing the babies, ask the pastor, said, Pastor, would you tell us how the Lord saved you? The old trailblazer says, you must become a lost sinner before you'll be ever be saved. Have you ever been a lost sinner, Pastor? Ask your pastor that. Not, not mean and hateful, just kindly. Pastor, I love you. Have the Lord saved you? Just because he stands behind that holy death don't mean he's saved. No. I hear some preachers today on the radio, and uh, <laughs> they don't show me much evidence. Did you know what the scripture says? If any man be in Christ, if any man be in, if a new, a new man in Christ, are you a new man in Christ? Old things have passed away, but remember, help us with the broadcast just a little, if you would, here on the Trailblazer broadcast. And this is Pastor Albert Pandorus, the old Trailblazer. Remember, my phone number here is air code 225-664-8658. My mailing address Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Send me a generous offering to help me with the broadcast, would you? And you can help get the message to some poor soul that needs to hear the truth. Except you hear the truth, you'll never get saved, my friend. But we'll be back next time with another message. Until then, goodbye and may God bless you. Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding pastor L.R. Sheldon Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 